He bear hugs one officer, throws him on the ground, walks, starts walking out of the mall. They follow him. No use of force is done to this guy. He goes into his car. They let him get in his fucking car. Get out of the car. I'm not getting out of the car, and I got a fucking gun in here, and I'll fucking show you who's who. And they go, get out of the car. Pulls out a gun, shoots cops in the face. Sometimes I just want to let that ride out and jam to it for 30 seconds. But not today. Because I miss my friend Brandon. No, I miss Brandon. Because we're recording this on a Sunday, and it's Yellowstone night. and Oh, yeah, baby. Except not for me. Because I'm not paying for the Paramount channel yet. I am re-watching the first three seasons that I've already watched with my wife so she can watch it. And then we'll pay for the channel to watch season four. Okay. Well, see, I got Paramount Plus partially for SEAL Team. And I also thought that Yellowstone was going to Paramount Plus. But it's right. not. The prequel show is. And I right, stoked for that. Yes, I was going to get Paramount Plus for Yellowstone it's, it's and worth it. 1883. And then I was told... Yellowstone's only going to be on Paramount Channel. Yes. And Super confusing. owns the rights for the first three seasons. Oh. Paramount Channel will now own it for the rest of the time. And Paramount Plus doesn't have any of it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, what the? Because my daughter's a student and I was going to use her. Yeah, you get the student, student rate. rate. It's like 25% off for Paramount Plus. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm glad you're going to... I'm jealous that you're watching the new season of Yellowstone because I've waited it's, a year. It's good. So I'm, we're on episode seven or eight of season one, so we won't be watching that for a while, season four. Yeah, I'm um, re-watching uh, SEAL Team with my wife. Okay. Well, also that just came out, Lost in Space, new new episodes of Lost in Space on Netflix, uh, new episodes of The Expanse on Amazon Prime, new episodes of Hannah on Amazon Prime. So... All these other shows I got to watch too. So, yeah. right, speaking of shows, episode we thirty-one. Sh- we've got a show. Episode thirty-one. We're we're back. This is our Christmas episode. I wish I had Hence some jingle balls Christmas to Grogu. jingle bells. Look over at here. Christmas Look at Grogu that. over there. He's got there. his Christmas sweater on. My Grogu's got a driver back hat on that you can't see. <laughs> right next to the driver back next to the driver back and the finished star. And the finished star, right? And, and some the stickers. cowboy flag. And some, yeah. Cowboys, baby. So you see, you know the family guy, whenever someone mentioned Meg's name, Peter does that. I'm going to do that every single time you mention the Cowboys from now on. Don't don't be a hater. But I hate them. Don't be a hater. Well, it's because you're a 49er fan and we don't like yeah, each other's no, teams. No, we don't. Because of and the And my 90s. twin sister, now she's a, who's in my house, huge 49er fan. Yeah, there you go. See, I like your sister already. She's got good taste. <laughs> no, I'm going to kick her out. <laughs> she can't stay. <laughs> you can't do that. It's cold as hell in Chicago. If the, It is. And if they play. <laughs> oh, it's so cold and windy yesterday. The wind blew my grill off. Oh, Friday night. The wind was like 40 to 60 mile an hour wind gusts. It blew the grill off my raised concrete patio, which has a roof, and it'll eventually be enclosed when I'm done with it. Blew it right off. It dropped down like two and a half feet or maybe three feet down. And I left it sit there because I yeah. didn't have time to pick it up till today. And it's all fucked up. <laughs> there's, first of all, Sounds there's like no Mike lava needs a rocks in it. Uh, huh? Sounds like you need a Traeger now. A Traeger? Yes. What is that? Is that like an eggshell? It's, it's a grill. 
Oh, it's a great grill. God damn it! Well, Mike. how do you know what a freaking Traeger is? Because this grill that I'm using, the the propane grill, my, my daughter say, what gave is it, it to me for Father's Day. Oh, about seven years ago, eight years ago, it was a gift. She she told me one night when I was coming home from work, "Don't you can't pull in the garage." I'm like, okay. What the hell are you telling me I can't even pull? It's my June, right? Garage. That's when Father's Day is, I think. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the next night I came home from work, she's like, okay, you can park in the garage. And then I went in the garage <laughs> and my, she had, she spent one whole night putting the whole damn grill together. That's why she, I couldn't go in there. And the next night she had a big bow on it. And that was my Father's Day gift from my daughter. She paid for it with her own money. Oh, you got a good She got one the there. side burner. You got a good it's egg nice. There. It's a nice grill. Except all that, um, they have those metal. Things that sit over the burners, you know, that deflect, deflect the fire yeah, the heat stuff. Guards. They're all fucking rusted now. Well, yeah. I, I'm I mean, going to have to rebuild the whole. Yeah, I'm going to have to rebuild it with new guards. And, so and I've I got, thought, I actually have three grills in my backyard. <laughs> I have my Traeger, which is. Whatever it is. It, God. I'm going to Google it right now on the computer. Yeah, go ahead. Do that while I explain what else okay. I have. And then the house we bought has yes. a outdoor kitchen that came with a propane grill. Oh, so we nice. have that set up. And then I have my Father's Day gift from about four years ago. It's a Oklahoma Joe offset smoker. So I actually I oh. haven't used that thing in forever. And I actually, I should, I should fire that bad boy oh. back up. So this Traeger is a wood pellet grill? Yeah. So it's a pellet grill. The new ones now That's are expensive, like. expensive, dude. Yeah, they are. The new ones, oh, like shit. you can control with your phone. Like you just throw the meat on there and then you can control the temperature with your phone and stuff. Like it, wow. it's barbecuing on easy. Like I love you don't my, have the fifteen hundred dollar one, do you? No, God, no. I have like because that would be you one. could buy a Domino for that. I know, <laughs> Spe- and I would Domino. now. <laughs> yeah, no, the one I have, we got it on sale, and I think it ended up being like three or four hundred bucks. What but series it, is it? I don't freaking remember, dude. Right. It was some this, special so, like kit. You must have got a good deal on it because yeah, no, the I got lowest a great deal. one I'm finding here is six fifty. Yeah, it, it's okay. probably that sized one. That's that was on sale. Nice. But it's big enough. I could put a turkey on it. I put two pork butts on it the other week. And what we hurts? a mountain of pulled pork. Nice. I'm a big, huge pulled pork fan, by the way, with barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. And One of my kids is not a huge of fan it. of barbecue sauce, so we have to do everything separate. Oh, that's a shame. It's all right. She'll come around. Eventually. My yeah. daughter loves pulled barbecued pulled pork. It's fantastic. So... Uh, lots of ha- lots of things have happened since we last spoke. Um, there have been things. Only one episode ago, but three weeks ago. <laughs> well, we explained like, it to people that hey, we got yeah, I mean, we're going to be it's taking the a busiest, of, It's the busiest time of the year for us from our small business standpoint. And then yeah. for me, I just wrapped up the third and final kids' birthday party of the year that wow. all take place from October, the end of October to now. Yeah, and then. You have, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up, so there there are family things that you want to do. Yeah, you know, what's funny is I've kind of enjoyed the not working on a podcast thing. It's been nice. <laughs> it's been nice. It, people think we just record this and then it goes on the air. It doesn't work that way. This well, is no, a lot then, of work. And then, I so. mean, we have to f- formulate some sort of opinion on what we're going to talk about. Like, we can only do so much off-the-cuff stuff. Right, so... Hence, us now going to be taking turns writing the show. I don't know. We can uh, do that. Yeah, because you did an awesome job the previous show. So, 
All I have to do is remember to push send when I yeah. when I write. You just the, you gotta let me know which freaking email to use. Well, you I'm, have I'm eight. Just sending your stuff, handcuffs and sawdust email. Yeah. That's it. Well, that's why I like the the idea of the Google Doc that we that we share. We both have access to. Because then I don't have to press in. I just go in there, edit the document, and then the onus is on you to open the document know, that you have access to. Because uh, Renee, who's from Renee Designs, is doing my website. You can find her on Instagram. Uh, she sent a Google Doc, and I almost <laughs> spit up when I open. I'm like, God damn it! Now I got to do this. <laughs> Brandon wants to send a Google Doc. I I was fighting against it. it. So once you get the hang of it, it's re it's really simple. Turn up your mic. Something I, happened. It's no? up. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I guess it is. I was able to answer her comments and highlight stuff, I think. Maybe yeah, it, she it, had already highlighted something, and I just pushed, you know, comment on this section or whatever. Yeah, it, it's it, it's super convenient because you go in and you can edit things at your own, at your leisure. Like, if we're collaborating on something, it makes it really easy to be like, hey, what do you think of this? Right. You go into it and go, this. I think that, and then it's right. done. It it's, I know. I know it's I new technology. Tech savvy. It's new technology. It's not I'm really an old that guy, new. Man. It's I, not I that like new, emails. man. It's been around. Uh, and I usually like. I'm usually resistant to that kind of stuff. I usually yeah. like the hey direct, back right. to, back and forth stuff. But this is super convenient. Once I kind of learned what it was, okay, and got kind of got the hang of it. Like it, it is really simple and. Right. Then you can access it from my. I can access it from my phone, from my iPad, yeah, from we'll computers, try it. wherever. It's I. I like it. That's why I also put up the idea board. Yeah, I thought I was actually picturing a board, and then it wasn't a board. No, it's a word document. So I was kind of disappointed. Okay. Well, when I, I went back, make a board out of it. When I went back to ComEd in the management role, um, when I left law enforcement for a little bit. We needed to like put up all these stats and stuff. We were responsible for lowering the crash rate company wide, three thousand employees, hundreds of vehicles. So I, I looked at my buddy Eddie. I'm like, we need a murder board up here. He's like, what's a murder board? <laughs> what the I go, it's a whiteboard, and we can write shit on it and keep stuff and put stats. He's like, all right, keep so, a list of who we want to murder. Yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Would you a think a multi-billion-dollar company? You go get in touch with building maintenance and go, I need a murder board, an eight by four murder board put up on the wall right there. Okay. And then they come and put up a big whiteboard <laughs> and bring well, yeah, erasers in, and everything. In our world, they're like, yeah, murder board. Yeah, sure. Like in normal yeah. human speak, murder right. board, people are like, what, what the, f what are you talking yeah. about? So dude? it was, it was great, man. We, they, they came and put up the big whiteboard and we had the magnets up on there and markers and we were writing all kinds of shit up there. And he's like, nice. I like this. I go, I know you would. Everyone should have a murder board. No, it's like FTO school. We had like, like half that thing was just with your partner freaking coming up with a little presentation stuff and then teaching. Uh, yeah, FTL school. It's been, been a while for me. Yeah. But uh, I, I missed it. Uh, FTL school was fun. We had someone who was going to the state's attorney's office as one of my classmates sitting next to me, which is she had left law enforcement and went into the uh, state's attorney's office as an investigator. So they, they even sent them through. FTL yeah. school. So that's pretty cool. My class was nothing but people from my agency because my really? agency puts it on. Yeah. I mean, you have and the guy, and the too, guy right? that, yeah. And then the guy that teaches it goes across the country and teaches other people our model. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I learned your model. And then that's why we joked about it a while ago. Yeah. I was asking you what model you were going to be learning because there are two. Oh, it's and gonna it was be a joke the, because uh, your department named the hybrid. <laughs> there's, there's one department that developed the FTO program. Yeah. And it was mine. So we're going to learn that one. <laughs> yeah. Which is cool. It is. It, it is pretty, a pretty cool thing to be able to look back throughout the history of stuff and see that we're yeah. the ones that developed the FTO program as most agencies use it, use nowadays. And then we were on really the tip of the spear when it came to community policing. Yeah. Like, like yeah. we developed the term apparently from what I'm told. I think you're right. Cause I have heard that. All what right. You, so uh, what you tell us how you're, I'm, I'm looking at all my stuff that's <laughs> happened since we've recorded and I've got quite a list of shit on here. That's okay. all the stuff well, that's happened. Let, let's but, boil uh, it down to critical incidents. Well, no, because I can save some of it. You know, I know. Let's boil it down to critical incidents for this one. It's our Christmas episode. If we don't talk about Christmas shit, Christmas, yeah, then we're dumb. Well, (laughs) I've been called worse. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So um, let's hear your week. So I went back to work. I had two weeks. Uh, Are we going to be talking about the last three weeks or just a week? No, because I think I think the last week we talked about the the murder that wasn't a murder, but I'm convinced that shit was a murder. Which one was this? My first night back at work. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the dead lady, where the paramedic looks up to me and goes, "Not good." Yeah, <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> I had to listen to a guy scream, "Oh God, oh God!" Mm. for like three hours. And thought he was going to confess to me about eight different times. I killed her. I fucking killed her. But he didn't, did he? No, he didn't. That's Even the shame. coroner said that it was a, it was like a natural death. Wow. But I'm telling you, it wasn't natural. And he did it. There <laughs> wasn't gri- nothing, there was, nothing seemed natural to me. Look, <laughs> I've seen people grieve, right? We've seen it. We, there's a look in people's yeah. eyes when they're experiencing grief. It. Yeah. And it's really hard to describe. There's also a distinct look in people's eyes when they're experiencing sheer terror. This guy had terror. He had a look of, I I killed her, and now the police are here, and I'm still here. This is bad. (laughs) That reminds me. We were on a domestic call last winter, I think it was, and uh, we pull up outside. It's one of our local shitbag heroin fucks who are always going to his house. So we're walking up, two of us are walking up to the apartment and then one guy's on overtime. So he's working an 18 hour shift. And then Drew is walking up third. And as Drew and this other guy are walking up, a car stops right in front of the apartment. Now there's a whole row of parking on the north side of the street where we are facing westbound. You can park there. This car pulls up like double parks, right? Yeah. Which is, now we got four squads there. This guy double parks right in the street. And Nick or Drew looks over at him and they're like, like this look on their face, like, holy shit, start the car. And my buddy Neil looks over there and goes, that's odd. Why is that car parked like that? And the kids are like, they just got this holy shit look on their face. So Drew and Neil go right up there and the car won't start and they end up pulling them out and there's guns and drugs in the car. <laughs> their fucking car died what? right in front of four squads. <laughs> and then they're, if they would have just went, you know, like this, 
just looking nonchalantly and tried to start the car. Yeah. No one would have thought boo, but they're like, you just all horrified look on her face. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And that drew attention to them. Hey, guns and drugs. It, yeah. it never fails. The people who can least afford to draw attention to themselves oh, will yeah. inevitably draw attention. To Stop driving a piece of shit when you're rolling dirty. Yeah. Because you're going to get caught. So back to you. Back yeah, to so, you. Back to you, Johnny. So we, I I think we talked about it last one where we had I had that case. But then the following week was, hey, let's put your finger to the test week. Because it seemed like every oh, single finger. person that, uh, yeah, this guy. <laughs> it seemed like every single person that I came into contact with wanted to get squirrely. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so the finger still works. That's good. So you didn't you didn't get caught in a jersey or a coat or break it no, again. No, like no, no oil checks needed to be performed or anything like that. No temperatures of dead no, bodies. No, <laughs> this guy's That's been gone for seven hours. But no, and you it just was, finished FTO school. Yeah, and then I went off to uh, the FTO school, and apparently I can't call people citizens anymore because that could be offensive to people who are not citizens. They are now community members. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, for those who don't know, FTL, field training officer. Yeah, so school. now I am a field training officer. I am sitting in the passenger seat of the car. God judging. Bless you. Hold on, hold on. Judging. There we go. <laughs> I will Christ, be sitting there just looking at people with long. judging eyes. Yeah. I, although I I absolutely love training, and it's one of the, I think, the best parts of my job is being an FTO and sharing my knowledge and watching young people go, Young officers go, why the fuck would someone yeah. do that? Um, because they're sitting in the passenger seat as someone who gets car sick, it's never a good time. <laughs> yeah. So I take a ton of drama, I mean. Yeah. So that, that's what I've heard is that everyone has said is like, man, it's tough. It's a lot of work, but man, it's the most rewarding it's very assignment rewarding. that they've ever had. So yeah. looking forward to it. I start that on Tuesday afternoon. Do you and already I, I, have a recruit ready to go? I don't think there's one specifically assigned to me because they're in the middle of a rotation. So okay. it's the last week of this rotation. And then probably in about a so week. So you'll just I'll, work a I'll beat until. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll push a beat. And then there's three other recruits in the district. So if a guy calls out sick, they'll probably jump in the car with me or. Okay. And all that. So I've been reading up on those three. Two seem like they're pretty 10, eight. And then. Uh, okay. There's well, one see, that's gonna ten eight for for you means that's what? in service. Okay, it's in us service. too. Dialed, so. dialed in, ready to go. Okay, thank you. So, and then there's one that's gonna take some work. There's always, there's always. <laughs> well, in your department size, probably more than just one. Yeah, yeah. But we always have that one that's just a lot of work. Yeah, and then I think the next academy class graduates in a few weeks, maybe a month. So then we'll get like 40 more. I can't. I Here, you say shit like that, and I get so <laughs> mad because we've got one guy graduating on the 17th. We, we got one dude. And and we just took, we just did the second test, right? We did the second written test, and we opened it up for laterals for the very first time, right? Four fucking people came and took the physical agility test, Mm -hmm. which means maybe six showed up for orientation and took the written test Four show up for the physical agility test. One guy gets offered the lateral position, Chicago copper, turn it down. Not enough money. Well, he didn't like, why do you even go through the trouble 
of he, applying. Right. You know what they're doing right on the application. Stuff. It's all public information. All Here's you, where you, you start. can Google. What does X department you get salary? It. No, like, you don't have to Google. You look <laughs> when we advertise. Start <laughs> job X amount of money. tells you. <laughs> right, and then he goes all the way through, and then what, offer did him he job think he was like, going to be uh, able to negotiate at the end? I'd rather like, just work on the west side of Chicago, dealing with shitheads all the. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the fuck? That's the other cool thing about uh, my new. Yeah, spot. you get to go back and go back area. to the east side. East side. Oh man, I can't wait. It's Keep it great. real. Hey, are there cars that do the? Are there a lot of those low riders but out there? By you? Oh yeah, on the east side too. Oh yeah, it's the only place they are. <laughs> okay, I want to make sure I know where you're at because I just thought that might be where they're at. Yeah, yeah. So the okay. east side of my city, um, predominantly Hispanic. Um, lots of migrant workers. Lots of people who are here in an undocumented status that are some of the hardest okay. working people I've ever seen. And their kids yeah. suck. Their kids, their suck, kids yeah. suck. Of course. Right. Yeah. Like the parents are great. Like in all honesty, every undocumented person I've seen, what we used to call like the illegal aliens and nobody ever meant it in a disparaging way. You were just an alien. Right. You were here. And they're illegal. illegal. Right. And spade a spade it is what it is. But I guess we'll call them undocumented now. So all the undocumented people, um, they're all super hardworking. Like some of the most American people I've ever met are like undocumented people from Mexico, a couple yeah. of Guatemalans. And, uh, but it, like to a person, these people work so hard to give their kids a better life that their kids become spoiled. And most of their kids are just jackasses. And those are the ones I don't like. Right. Yeah. So. For people who are like, oh, the police just harass the undocumented people. No, we don't like their <laughs> yeah, kids. Yeah, that's what we do. And because we have to deal with their kids, we end up dealing with them. And we feel really bad for them. And we like them. But we don't, a lot of us don't speak Spanish. And that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I always thought that I would learn a second language to help me in my law enforcement career. Although I started really late in life. And I didn't have a second language. And when I moved, when I got this job, my town had a lot of Hispanic population and over the years they were pushed out and now it's heavy polish so if i were to pick a language to learn polish it would be yeah. not spanish i think i'm going to actually so, do um not resist stone duolingo on on your app well i was going to get uh babble or babble because it teaches uh, conversational right so i was i started um Duolingo on my app because my buddy at work, he started it. So we joined together for Italian and I was learning Italian and then beep, beep, I got bop. injured. Beep, beep, bop, beep, boop, beep, boop. I got injured and then I really had no, I was depressed. I had no interest <laughs> to spend my 10 minutes a day and I was learning <laughs> Italian and then I, I said, screw it. Now he's on the German already. Jeez. He's go yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so now he's talking to all of us in German and roll call. I'm like, God damn it, Gio. He listens to the show. I'm like, stop Hi, learning Gio. all these different languages. Donka. Donka. Donka, I told him, listening. We're the number one uh, English-speaking law enforcement woodcasting uh, podcast. Woodcasting? Woodcasting? Woodworking? I feel like woodcasting's a thing. Uh, woodcasting might be That's what thing. we're going to call this. That's what woodworking podcasts shall henceforth be referred to as <laughs> woodcasting. Wood casting. We're the so number we need one to woodcasting let... show in uh, Germany. 
Yeah, so we need to let uh, Brian know. We let the uh, Mike and and all those guys know, and and Tyler. It's now called yeah, Woodcasting. Tyler. Yeah, it's Woodcast. We are Woodcast. So are you sending out the text to the Woodcasters? <laughs> no, I'm looking to see what this countries I just found Mike, out that Mike, we have in. a video component of the show now. Everybody can see you on your phone. Yeah, well, like, I don't really give a shit. It's what behind the, fuck the scenes. Mike has to say? <laughs> I'm not here in my underwear doing shit. So I just I found three more three more countries that we're we're in. What so, countries are we in? Along with Canada, Sweden, the UK, Ireland, Russia, Germany, Belgium, France, we're also now in the Virgin Islands, Indonesia, Australia, and Austria. The Virgin Islands don't count. They're a part of the U.S. They do count because that's... They're over, the U.S. Virgin Islands. Whatever. That's still an island. That's not yeah, so, attached okay, to the Okay, fine. So States. does Hawaii count as its own thing? That's a state. What about... Oh, I'm going to come through this freaking Puerto screen. Rico's not a state. <laughs> no, <laughs> and that's the a Virgin territory. Islands aren't a state. I'm counting it. They gave the Virgin Islands gave us Tim Duncan. Okay. Well, Indonesia, Australia, and Austri- Austria. Yeah. Arnold's listening. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper now. Do it. I am here. Do it. Kill it's me. Not a, it's not a tumor. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Sweden, I hope. Can we get them to send us some Swedish meatballs? Maybe. You know who it might be listening is Christoph. Um, Christoph? Christoph. Yeah. So um, he might be our Swedish listener. Yeah. So Cool. Yeah, I'll ask him. I know I mentioned it in the pre-show, but for the people who don't listen to the pre-show. Um, and why wouldn't, why, not, why wouldn't not to, you listen to the pre-show? Well, sometimes people are busy, Mike. They listen to it's other It's actually a podcasts. quicker listen than this. I know, but sometimes people just forget, okay? Not everybody's yes. perfect. Uh, well. But now my, uh, my Etsy shop, I am... Uh, Full House Woodworking is officially a multi-dollar international business. <laughs> Woohoo! I have made dozens. I've made dozens of dollars. <laughs> You're like Mr. Wonderful would love you. I have He'd made say, dozens of dollars. I have made hundreds of cents. Nice. You know who Kevin Maybe O'Leary even is, right? thousands. Mr. Wonderful? Yeah, what about him? You, you, do you watch Shark Tank? Yeah, occasionally. Okay. First of all, it's mandatory television if you want to be an entrepreneur, just so you know. Um, but he would look at our businesses and go, you don't have a business, you, you have a hobby. You have a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> you should take it out back and shoot it. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> that's what Kevin would say to us if he yes, looked at my numbers. That's fine. But I'm not trying to make that's this. That's cool, man. I'm not trying to make this a profitable full-time business. I'm fine no, with I, this being a hobby that more or less pays for itself. Uh, it pays for all your tools. This hobby's great if it's paying for all my tools. Yeah. Especially right. you with your fancy domino. Just got the domino 500. Anyways, Man. that's for later in the show. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah, no, so, uh, it, was, it was a pretty low-key week as far as work went. But uh, Who are your trainers? Like, what's their background? What, the people who, the guy who taught the FTO class? Yeah, the guy who was teaching your... your <laughs> Class. <laughs> so here's something funny. Seven years ago, he was fired for a tweet from your department. Yeah, <laughs> and then he got wow. his job back in arbitration. Oh, giddy up! Yeah, so good uh, for him. But because of that, the department felt that uh, they couldn't really put him back on the street be, be because of the nature trainer. of the tweet of the tweets and all that stuff. So he's he's okay. been primarily um, behind the scenes 
administratively doing stuff and okay. found a niche in the uh, FTO program and teaches the FTO program, teaches the FTO school um, all throughout California, goes and teaches it out in New Hampshire. Okay. Um, so he wow. he goes, he's, I wouldn't say world-renowned, but nationally known. Good. And is an expert. He's on one of the um, California Post commissions for actually updating their requirements for FTOs. Okay. So he's, and he's a good dude. I went to the academy with his nephew. Oh, how, what a small world. Yeah. Well, not in your place because you hire no, like it, 1,900 people a yeah. day. Well, so. I don't know about that. It seems like now all we do, all you have to do is just say, hey, I'd like to work for you. And they'll go, cool, let's go. Yeah, the, right. The quality of people that we're getting is not great. Well, like we mentioned before, it's such a hard time to actually get people to apply for police officers these days. Oh, yeah. Like I told you, we had four. So Any, anytime someone tells me that they want to be a cop, my first question is why? Yeah. Why in God's name would you want to subject yourself to this? Still, man. You at know, least, it's funny at least my in this current like, current climate. Right. And my daughter was like, oh, I want to be a police officer when I grow up and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. No, you don't. And then, now it's, now this is like, <laughs> six years ago, seven years ago. I'm like, yeah. And now I'm like, no. Stay no, don't away. do that. Don't do that. Continue doing your graphic art stuff. Yeah. She's crushing that, by the way. And she, she was saying that she had just recently kind of picked that up like this summer. Yeah, she did. Um, she actually just had a final. One of her finals were this, this past week. And she was up till 6 a.m. doing finals work. But I wanted to tell you that uh, I sent my logo, trying to find it real quick. Um, I'm having a banner made for the woodworking part of, of my, my business, not the Ooh, podcast. Are you, we'll using, a, are you using Half Mast? Half Mast Flag I company? am using Andre, yeah. Good. So it's he funny. Does awesome I sent, work. He did mine. Yeah, I sent Andre all my files, and then he goes, hey, dude, um, you know, who made these? I said, oh, my daughter. He's like, okay. He said, I have a, a degree from a long time ago in graphic arts. So if your daughter needs anything, let me know. So I, I gave her his email, and they've, she already had a question about saving an F, F, SVG file for someone that hired her to do another job. <laughs> she's, she's not looking for work because she's trying to finish school, but she does such a great job. So I sent it to Andre, and he sent her a response. He's been amazing already as a resource for my daughter. So, yeah, I ordered a three-by-three three banner for the shop through Andre, and then I'm going to have him make a handcuffs and sawdust banner as well. That's why I need to expand my shop. I need more banner space. Yeah, he, he banner <laughs> Not room. just for tools. Yeah, banner room. Yeah. Not Bruce No, banner. I actually feel bad. I was going to use him uh, to do a banner for our local Little League because our uh, our challenger division didn't have like any kind of signage that they could post. Um, and for people who don't know, uh, Little League has a challenger division for kids with uh, physical and developmental deficiencies so that oh. they can come out and play baseball and have fun and be Get just out. like any other kid. So I wanted to use Andre, you know, throw a little, a little bit of business his way, but somebody unilaterally, instead of going to the board for it, uh, ordered it up through somebody else. So I was kind of pissed off about that. That sucks. Yeah. But he was, I mean, just going back and forth with him on it was like, hey, how much would it be for, like, one, do you have the capability to do one this size? Yes. Right. How yeah. much is it going to be? This. Yeah. That's affordable. <laughs> yeah. 
guys, we need to do this. Yeah. Oh, I already uh, did it. Oh, well. Piss off. I'm I'm excited. I haven't I haven't talked to him in the week in a week, but um I'm excited to see how it comes out. He actually told me that she had and I thought I noticed this or recognized this on my on my logo that it was kind of pinched in on the sides. It wasn't a perfect circle, the hmm. saw blade. So she made she made a mistake. I'm not gonna tell her. But um you just told so, dozens of people. <laughs> All the twelve people that listen to our show, are just going, and she might Mike be just, one of them. Mike just threw his daughter under a bus, but he made it perfectly round. Then I told her um, oh. that he just adjusted it. But so she, I might might have to have her read, you know, redo it. But I asked her, I want her to make my green and red one for for Christmas, and an orange and black one for the, you know Halloween. So she's going to make all those different logos. Yeah. And if you can see on the videos I post, I've been posting numerous uh, versions of the. Of the logo, which whatever fits better with the background that it's showing yeah. on. So, yeah. and this is actually the shirt I'm wearing is the shirt that she made. Yeah, it's so cool, man. Two of the three logos she came. I swear to God, I emailed her just wanting a T-shirt, and I got three logos out of it. <laughs> <laughs> she was so excited to send that, but then I think she's she didn't like the material that that shirt is on. Yeah, that's what she said. Is that she wasn't a big fan okay. of it? She's, she said she already ordered another shirt and. Okay. I get where she's coming from, but she totally didn't need to. I opened it up and I was blown away. It, it's so. mad. I was mad because she sent it before I seen it. So oh. that's why I asked you to send me some pictures <laughs> of it because I like it a lot. And yeah. No, I, I, like I love it. I I love that we went with the uh, with the kind of OD green. Yeah. And I want her to add the flag on mine as well. Yeah. This is something that I, I wanted that I did on the first little uh, test shirt that we did here uh, was having the flag oriented correctly. Right, as you're going into battle. As you are moving forward, yeah. not retreating. Which, like which the Jeep who's... now has on one of their, the commando or commander yeah, has got one that of their... backwards flag on it. Yeah, it's not backwards. No, no, I know it's not. But people think it's backwards. Yeah, That's how I have to backwards. say it because people won't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Speaking of but... T-shirts, if anybody wants a T-shirt from Maraza Woodworking, hit me up, 30 <laughs> bucks delivered. I'm going to be putting in an order at the end of December. And I, th- I think... I'm leaning towards we might uh, start offering some merch too with uh, t-shirts and maybe a sweatshirt or something. But definitely next year, coming towards uh, October, Morgan did uh, so she did a blue line through the the logo I have, and okay. then I, she did a pink line. So come oh for the cancer come October, okay. we are gonna do. We'll probably start it in September. We'll go September through October. And we are going to try to sell as many of those shirts as we can. And we are going to try to donate as much money possible to, I'm going to f- try to find a um, breast cancer foundation that we can uh, write a big check to. Awesome. So that'll be coming 2022. Yeah. I want to do the same thing. I'm stealing your idea and I'm going to be selling some pink Marazzo woodworking <laughs> stuff just because I mean why can't more charities get more money yeah. right well let, let's see if we can turn it into a competition I okay let's see let's see who can sell more shit you Although, know what sucks is, I'm gonna have to limit you because you're gonna be retired you're gonna have a lot of time I'm gonna be working <laughs> full-time somewhere yeah in your garage or in no, your I mean, in your shop. I'm going to be actually working a job somewhere. I'm not going to be re- completely retired. I'm actually going to be working, unfortunately. So, I won't ex- and it won't be like when I'm 
working at work in a patrol car when I'm editing a podcast you'll, and watching. You'll Netflix. have to actually be working. I'm actually going to have to be working. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, well, I also thought, because every March, for people that don't know yet, every March I shave my head for St. Baldrick's Foundation and raise money. And last year I actually won with, a, with the help of amazing people on Instagram. Last year I actually won the top um, prize, which is a trophy that's right over there, um, top prize for top fundraiser. Nice. So, yeah, this year I, what I think I'll do is I'll do green logo Marazzo woodworking shirts and sell them for St. Baldrick's and raise money that way. So that'll be another fundraising tool. Yeah. So I was looking for someone that asked us a question. I wanted to make sure I got his name right, but I can't seem to find him. Did you ever find the question? Oh yeah. I got the question right here. Okay. Cause you, I mean, you've been dialed into that phone. (laughs) (laughs) The people on the radio can't see me dealing with the phone and the people on that are watching on YouTube understand why I'm running a show or we're running a show. We have to look at phones and stuff. (laughs) Oh, there's your dog. He's putting his two cents in. Yeah, some jackass sent off like a big-ass firework. What the hell is people going on out there? Don't you know? This is the December 12th firework night. Oh, yeah, it's December 12th. Maybe the bears won. (laughs) Come on now. (laughs) Let's be realistic. Don't tell me because I'm going to watch the second half of the game when we're done with this. So how was tell tell me about your week at my at work, Mike? But let, let's not go through. Let's, wait let's, let's, let's cool not go through the call. Down. Let's not go through the call. We'll start going through it, and I'll cut my mic and I'll go calm, calm him down. All right, go go ahead. This naked chick walks up to me and she goes, "What are you looking at?" Uh, oh wait, oh hi, Brandon. Brandon's back. And then what happened? I can't tell you because we're on the radio. <laughs> oh, oh, Cujo's back at it again. <sighs> oh, poor guy. He's got he's got to be confined to a small area so he doesn't do stupid stuff, like eat someone's cheesy beef, like that, or you know, try to get mobile with one leg that needs to not yeah, right. be mobile. Move, yeah. <laughs> so because if anyone didn't listen to the pre-show, Brandon's dog had yeah he surgery. had uh, surgery on a. K9 ACL on Wednesday. We're recording this on Sunday. So he's got to be confined to his area. And we live in a town where people celebrate the 4th of July all year round. And, and, <laughs> it, not. Set, and it sets him off. Because fireworks. Yeah. So it is what it is. I think he's, I think he's calm. Did you give him some drugs? Well, I gave him some drugs a while ago. He, he can't have more drugs till the morning. <laughs> Did you give him a doggy <laughs> edible? <laughs> no, I. We have those. The herbal yeah. supplements for the oh, dogs yeah. to calm no, them he, down. For he takes, uh, or he used to take CBD oil. Okay, but and now you you used you took it all and he's got nothing left. Yeah, now I'm pretty mellow. Hey man, <laughs> put down the gun, dude. Hey man, I shoot your face off. Stop. So, um, some stuff that happened at my work. Let's see. I got some old stuff. That I just wanted to get out. So, and that, some of it raised questions for me when it was happening. So, we had a call for a four-year-old child that was found in a in a hotel, one of our large hotels. They have like twelve floors, which might not be as big as your hotels out there in sunny California, but it's one of our larger hotels. 
I actually used to work security there. So we get there, and there's this little, oh, my God, adorable little four-year-old uh, behind the counter. And uh, I'm like, what's your name? And she must learn. She must have learned stranger danger because she ain't telling me shit. <laughs> <laughs> little African-American girl. So I asked the um, girl that's working the front counter, I'm like, do you have any idea what floor she was found on, you know? And they're like, yeah, she was found on the fourth floor. Now, it's about 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, all right, fourth floor. So I call another squad over, and I here's what I do to her. She's sitting there just looking at something or drawing a crayon or something, and I go, I go like this. I put my hands out, you know, and she just comes right up to me. <laughs> so she's not going to tell me her name, but she's going to just put her arms out, and I pick her up. And I miss being able to carry, you know, my, yeah. my kids around. So I, I go, you want to go? to your room, honey? And she's not saying anything. So I'm just holding her. And we go up to the fourth floor. We get um, call over my sergeant and then one other guy. And uh, I said, the hell if I want to knock on every goddamn door at 2 in the morning and wake up all these people. But I don't have a choice, right? It's a, we got a four-year-old, last seen on the fourth floor, and the doors for the stairways and stuff are so heavy there's no way she pulled a door. Yeah. Like and went down to another floor and stuff. No. So elevators? we just start I don't know. I I'd be horrified if she was in an elevator somehow and so we we start at one end on the um north end of the hotel up on the fourth floor and every door. Police. Who the fuck's at my door? <laughs> you know, I I'm said like, police. Yeah. Police, I'm holding this little girl, and people are like opening the door. Oh, what's my, what's up? Is this your Did daughter? Your kid? No. Then a white person answers the door. Is this your daughter? No. <laughs> like, just gotta ask. Could be adopted. Could be adopted. So we knocked on about, geez, I don't know, 25 doors. We're working <laughs> our way down south through the hotel uh, floor, and now I got myself and my sergeant and one of the other guys all pounding on doors. I'm still holding her, by the way. And then we get down to the far south end of that floor, and it's it, the hotel goes this way, and then it jogs, and then c- continues that way. So we're all the way down the second hallway, and then I see coming around the corner. I just happen to look over, and I see this African-American guy comes walking around the corner, like stunned look, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> so it's 2 a.m. He looks horrified. <laughs> yeah, is this yours? He's like, oh, my God. He was like horrified, but I have a question. He's like, oh my God, thank you so much. I'm like, what room are you here on the fourth floor? Cause we already knocked on all those rooms. He's like, I'm on the sixth floor. I'm on the sixth floor. The fuck did she get down here? You know, he goes, I don't know. I, I went to take a shower. My wife was sleeping. My daughter was watching TV. I came out of the shower. Daughter's gone. I'm like, yikes. How long ago was that? Cause the first thing I'm going to do when my, my four-year-old walks out of my room, or I think they walk out of my room, is one, call the front desk. Two, call the fucking police. Yeah. Neither of these things did this guy do. He's just running up and down hallways looking for his daughter. Well, I, I think... So you and I are... are we're wired different, right? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, other than the obvious, like, there's something, something wrong. <laughs> yeah, right but we also go about things different. Like you and I handle stressful situations 
differently. Well, way different than normal yeah. people. So yeah, what I have found is that people who are dealing with stress do yeah, they stupid don't. shit. Right, and they just shut off a part of yeah. their brain that actually functions properly. Yeah, they they lose the ability so. to reason. So I I can I can get here. Yeah, it's like, well, my kid's gone. Obviously, they went out the door. Yeah, I just start running up and down the hallways. Bound to find her eventually. She's four years old. How far could she get? You would think, and it had been, it wasn't ten minutes, because I was with her for a minimum of I'd say thirty five minutes. Well, he was probably also considering the fact that, like, look, if I call the front desk, if I call the cops, mom's going to find out. It's and possible. I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> Maybe. Can I solve this <laughs> without, without my wife out. finding out? Because <laughs> God knows he's going to be wrong in her eyes no matter what he does. Well, yeah, no, he completely screwed it all up in her eyes. Yeah. So that was... That was an interesting call, and those are the things, those are the calls that I like handling as a police officer because you're actually helping somebody. Yeah, you get that's that. not, you yeah. Get a tangible, like, hey, I did this. Right. I love the contacts with good people when you do good things for good people, and they actually appreciate it for one. Hello. Um, so I like that. So I saved that story for our podcast because I thought it was important and a number of reasons. One public service announcement. If you have a four-year-old lock the top bolt. Yeah. Cause whatever it just, is in any if hotel, you, if you do the deadbolt, when you open the handle, when you crank the yeah, handle, it, just it, unlocks. it disengages the deadbolt, which kind of defeats the purpose of the deadbolt. Right. So do yeah. the little so top latch, do the bar and then she and wouldn't I, be able to get out. I forgot to mention my one last thing about my week. I did something that was, you mentioned a four-year-old and it, triggered it in my brain so last saturday a week ago i uh, participated in what's called the santa express with the cops care uh, cancer foundation and what we did was we loaded up two patrol cars full of presents and we drove to stanford children's hospital and the ronald mcdonald house and about four or five other houses throughout the entire Bay Area. And we brought Christmas presents to kids who are dealing with cancer. Oh, man, that's awesome. Oldest kid was like 13-ish. Okay. Every other kid was sub-10 years old. Oh. You talk about like, you feel really good, but your heart also breaks. Yeah, man, that's... Amazing. So that was a, a super rewarding day. We used to have a group at the PD that would go to the one of the hospitals and hand out uh, Christmas for Christmas time. We'd go and do the Christmas with Santa. Someone would dress up as Santa, and we'd get a bunch of coppers to go in uniform. And yeah, all the people that do that are on day shift. I can't do it. So yeah, so yeah, I missed doing that. Yeah, so I took an off day and we went and that's awesome. Couple, couple guys from my old patrol team, we yeah. went around and hit the lights and siren and. Good for gave, you, them, man. gave them a bunch of gifts, and then the the same foundation does it over the course of um, four Saturdays. So that was the first one, and then they did three subsequent. They did another one okay. this past week, and then there's two more leading up to Christmas. So a lot That's of kids awesome. in the Bay Area get taken care of with uh, with this group. Good. Well, thanks for doing that, even though I'm not a parent out there, but that makes you feel good. 
Yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. I only cried twice. <laughs> you should. That would make me cry too. Oh man. So we had a battery at one of our whew, what do you call those um wedding halls? Banquet hall. <laughs> Sorry. A wedding what hall? What do you call those wedding <laughs> halls? What do you call those wedding halls where they're a wedding those hall. people get together and when they have weddings? It's a hall they, that weddings yeah, so is are a banquet in? hall. And banquets. So the guy who owns it, I've known him since I started at the PD. He owned one of the restaurants in the hotel I was actually just telling you the story of. He owned the restaurant in that hotel and did banquets out of that hotel. But then he finally he moved to a different hotel because him and the other restaurant owner parted ways. So then he went to the other side of town in a hotel, and now he finally opened his own hall, like big-ass. He bought a warehouse that, and converted it into a, a banquet hall. So we get called for a battery that just occurred from the banquet hall owner and a kid. And I'm like, hmm, that doesn't sound like Tony. His name's Tony. Because he's like one of the sweetest guys I know. Uh, seriously, fantastic guy. So we shoot over there, and the mother and father are just livid, and they're yelling at me. We have to go into the wedding, first Did of all. Did you hit the kid? <laughs> no. Why are they mad at you? I'm going to tell you why he got hit, though. <laughs> Did he deserve so it? We have, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. We have to go into the wedding party with all the dancing and stuff going on, and uh, you know, I get pointed out who's who and- all these people are looking at us, and then the bride comes up, and she's like, why are you guys here? And I say, well, I need to speak to this person. Where are they? Oh, they're over there. She says, get out of my wedding. You're causing a scene. I'm like, get that person out of here, and then I won't. Then, you know, we can deal with this. So the parents come I out. I didn't just show up. <laughs> right. I'm not here. Just what do Somebody you call it asked you, me to come here. When you raid a wedding, what is it? Crash. I, I'm not crashing a wedding. I didn't Mom, want. Mom, where's my meatloaf? <laughs> I don't know what she's doing back there. I don't want to be here. Somebody asked me to come here. I right. want to be over there. Oh, bitch. So anyways, so I start looking for Tony who owns the place. And I'm like, the mother and dad are, you know, they come out finally. Mom's a total C word. Ooh, See you next good. Tuesday. Um, I find the owner, Tony. And I said, to, um, she's like, I want him arrested. She's pointing to the owner. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold your, hold on. I'll ask me, the questions here. Yeah, let me forget. You talk to my partner. I'll go talk to him. So I, I go into Tony's office. I'm like, what's going on, man? And he's like, so the wedding party's going on. No, there was no parents in the lobby. 30 kids running around in his Solid. lobby. Age jumping range? on the furniture. Jumping on the furniture. Age range. Oh, let's see. We would say from eight... Up to 14. Okay. All right. Unsupervised. They knocked over a crystal vase, a vase. Ooh. Knocked over a table, jumping on furniture. Did the vase break? Yes. Okay. Not one fucking person, parent, watching these kids. Okay. So he comes out and he goes, get the fuck off the furniture. (laughs) And not kindly. Get off the furniture. Well, Where yeah, are your you parents? You're dropping F-bomb at him. It's, it's yeah. Generally, kind has gone out the window. He, right. Where's your parents? No. Uh, they're in, in the there. wedding. So he grabbed one of the kids. So Scruff in the neck? 
Yes. Okay. Scruff of the neck. Get off my furniture. And then he pushed him. Go in the fucking hall where your parents are. And by my account, you have a fucking right in the world to do that. <laughs> Age of the kid? Yeah, he was 12. Knows better. Knows better. 12. Knows better. How I was almost to- working how old's at 12. Tony? How old's Tony? Tony's in his early 60s. Okay. I mean. So he sees his shit being broken and no parents I, I, around. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm Gets not him by the back wrong. of the neck, right? Pushes him towards the hall. Go in the I'm, hall. I'm, where you're I'm, pre- I'm good up to the up to the push, depending on the force used in well, the push. Well, he didn't push him down on the ground, but he grabbed him by the neck and was guiding him through the banquet hall and pushed him towards the door. Yeah, I use so that the, bullshit too when I'm disciplining my kids. I'm not right. I'm not pushing you. I'm guiding right, you. Right, right. I'm guiding shit. you. So now mom wants him arrested, and I go, all right, Tony, just stay here. I'm going to go talk to her. <laughs> and, I, and this isn't I know Tony, so I'm on his side. No. This is... If I own a nice banquet hall. You have looked at the totality of the circumstances. Of the circumstances. And you have determined. That she needs to pound sand. So she goes, I go, tell me what happened. First, I I said, before you tell me what happened, tell me where you were standing when this happened. I was in the wedding. Gotcha. And where did this occur again? Where was the other witness? I don't have one. Okay. Okay. So you got a bunch of kids. This is me to her. A bunch of kids running around here. No adult supervisor. Well, my so-and-so was out here having a cigarette. And I go, when it happened? No, no. They went back in the wedding. Okay. So not one adult. So not supervised. Not supervised. Continue. I got to put her in her place. Yeah. Because there's no way she's going to sound, make it sound like her kid was in the right. So then she's like, well, apparently he came out and he, I said, apparently. I said, he told me he grabbed your son by the neck because... Allegedly. Right. (laughs) He told me he grabbed your kid by the neck because they knocked over that vase, a group of them, your son was involved. They were jumping up and down on the the couch and they knocked over that table, your son involved. He's not allowed to touch my kid. And I go, you're lucky I wasn't at this wedding. I would have kicked your son's ass. That's what I said to her. (laughs) You can't talk to me that way. I go, I just did. Be a parent. Parent your kid. Well, I want to talk to him. I said, he wants to talk to you. He wants to apologize to you yet again because he apologized once already. So we then we all go into the office and we have a back with the kid. Now the kid's with us. And we, we, I said, I let them say their piece to Tony. Dad's just shutting up. Dad ain't saying shit because the wife is. Because dad's no. on Tony's side. <laughs> yeah. I can't say a damn right. word. Wife's running this, the whole show. This father knows that this kid needed his ass kicked. And I told them both, I would have kicked your son's ass. And if that was my kid, I definitely would have kicked his ass because my kids don't act like that. And if she didn't like that kid, either. I'd have let him kick his ass. <laughs> right. Tony's got full permission to kick my kid's ass <laughs> if he jumps on your fucking chair. So needless to say, that didn't go well uh, in, her, in her eyes. But they shook hands. She accepted his apology and decided not to press charges for battery. And which Tony is a good decided thing. to not charge her for the cost of the crystal vase. Exactly Boss. right. Because I said... Tony can then charge you guys for that. So they, they came to terms, and Tony, and then they left, and Tony said, I'm sorry, Mike, I'll never, ever grab another kid. And I go, no, man, you're frustrated. I get it. You're frustrated, and some kid's breaking your shit because not one adult can come and sit. I said, next time, just go in there, shut the music off, and tell them, go watch your kids. It's your hall. You can kick them out when you want. It's a private business. Just do it that way. Stop touching Just kids. add so, it into the 
contract for when people rent it out. Of right. Like, hey. Oh, I'm sure they... Fuck, fuck around, you're going to find out. <laughs> right. So I only have... I have a, a few other things that I'm not going to bring up. I have one call that's not related to me, and it was a story with Chicago police, where a Chicago police officer got shot in the face. And I just wanted to bring this up because I have many questions. This happened last month. And the offender is from the town I live, the city I live in, which Ooh. is kind of scary. He's a piece of shit gangbanging fuck. So shitbag gangbanger from my city drives out to pick up his baby mama from some other city as they're going east. I'm 30 miles west of Chicago. So they start driving towards Chicago. He picks up baby mama, who also has a baby daddy from some other person. And um, as they're driving, she's on the phone with baby daddy number two. How anybody thinks this is a normal life, I don't fucking know. But anyways. Like, I have a hard enough time keeping track of my life. <laughs> I have one spouse. And all <laughs> right. my kids are with that one person. Right. I cannot imagine juggling multiple people with multiple kids. And that sounds awful. For what? I don't know. Well... Well, we're guys, so we're paying for no, everything. Right, <laughs> right but no, the, the, she's probably figuring out, I need to get this much money from this right, motherfucker, on, this, I need to get this much yeah, money this, from that this motherfucker. This motherfucker owes me this much, this motherfucker owes me that. Right. That motherfucker is two months behind. <laughs> right. Like, just from an accounting standpoint, like, that's got to suck. So, she's talking to baby daddy number two. Trying to get that money. Asshole shithead gangbanger fuck gets mad. Well, yeah, Jelly. She picked him up. Duh. So she's driving. He's got a gun. He's Naturally. mad that she's talking to baby daddy number two. So he puts a gun to her head and says, yeah, pull the he fuck does. off the road. Now Get he's kidnapped it. her. Get yeah. it. He's kidnapped her. This is a carjacking, so they, bro. This is, this is kidnapping no, it's a kidnapping. And a carjacking. No, yeah. it's both. Man, it's a twofer. Carjacking, maybe not here in Cook County. Pol- Positive control of the vehicle through threat of force or fear. Yeah. I had articulate the shit out of that. So he gets her to pull off and they go to some mall. She's like, fine, I'll get off the. What does everybody go to a mall? She's got, yeah. This is a theory. I don't get this thinking. I'll go to the mall. So she gets off. There's a mall there. She goes, I need to go into Alta. (laughs) He's like, okay. He goes, you can't afford Alta. So he lets her get. He goes, I'm going with you. Now he puts the gun away. It's on him. Puts the gun away. They go into the fucking store. Well, yeah. Just lovers she, quarrel. It's over. It's fine. She tells an employee at the store, I've been um, kidnapped. this dude just kidnapped me at gunpoint, and you need to get me away from him. So they take her and hide her in the back and call the police. Good for them. Yeah. No, it's awesome. When I worked retail, I would have been like, not, not my job. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good luck. I'll call. Right. But you're on your own. Yeah. Head that way. So <laughs> you, CPD you said he's got shows a gun? Up. Yeah. No. I'm not calling anybody. No, nah, man. So CPD happened to be on scene for a, a flash mob robbery, burglary. Oh, you guys are getting those too? Yeah. Oh, Cook County's got them everywhere. So they, were th- they had two, two units there for dealing with that. They get the call for the woman who was kidnapped at gunpoint. They happen to be right there at the mall. They go to the store, okay? Here, you and your partner get dispatched to a kidnapping where the offenders on site had a gun. Okay, you got me so far, right? Okay. Yep. They show up. They see him. Hey, you, come here. 
fuck you, motherfucker. You know, they start doing all that shit. He starts to leave. They tell him he's being detained. You are fuck not you, free I'm... to leave. He says, no, that's not true. He, I disagree. He batters one officer by picking him up and putting him in a bear hug and throwing him down on the ground. And they let him walk away to his car. They follow, No one fucking tasers him. No one kicks him in the fucking face. No one tackles him. He bear hugs one officer, throws him on the ground, walks, starts walking out of the mall. They follow him. No use of force is done to this guy. He goes into his car. They let him get in his fucking car. Get out of the car. I'm not getting out of the car, and I got a fucking gun in here, and I'll fucking show you who's who. And they go, get out of the car. Pulls out a gun, shoots cops in the face. That's the look I had when I read this story. How the fuck do you let this guy, once he picks up an officer, one, how is he walking away from anybody? And legally... They're so afraid of using fucking force now, justifiable, non-lethal force even, that they couldn't even fucking taser this fucking guy because they probably thought they were going to get sued and one got shot in the face. And then the guy gives up. They didn't even get to shoot him back. He shoots a cop in the face, and then he's thinking, no, he drops the gun, he's going to give up. So I wanted your opinion on that whole scenario, and then I'm done for the week. Because I'm livid. Okay. For, for all my cops out there, all right? Know your legal standing. Do you have a reason to be there? Yes. Has a crime occurred? Yeah. Violent felony committed in your presence? Yeah. Green light. Use force. Use it early. Use it, use it early and, and go big. Would you rather see one guy deliver 17 really shitty baton strikes? Or would you like to see the same guy bring the hammer down on someone one time, maybe break a leg? I know which one I'm choosing. When you are legally justified in using force, use it. No hesitation, Be- man. You got to know. Because you stop that fight, and then you stop the next fight. Nobody thinks about that. I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Most of these malls where one shithead is, there oh, are God. several others watching. Right, yes. And we all know that there's malls in really crappy neighborhoods, that that's where the criminal element likes to go and hang out. So they're going to probably be watching. You drop the hammer on one dude, 17 other just saw that and go, I'm not messing with them. Right. Yeah, I couldn't, Brandon. I can't. I know the guys I work with. That fucking, ain't, that shit ain't happening. Know it. I, the guys I work with, it wouldn't have even gotten to the bear hug. No. It would have been the- stop police. And if he said no, it was, oh. And then you send a 40-millimeter foam baton round in his ass. I don't think you heard me. Stop. Police. Yeah. So I, I, 
I was very upset that due to the nature of Cook That's County. That's a violent felony. Well, yeah, yeah. no, it, and it's, it's not just Cook County, dude. It's everywhere. No, Everyone's it's afraid the, of getting sued. Right. Or but These guys are or under being, fire. Or being prosecuted. The, the CPD guys, they just don't know where to walk anymore, you know? But you have to know, dude. That's your job is to learn <laughs> to know the law when you can know use force. I mean, you know. But anyways, that was that's all I got. Um, I had to end with that one because it's been on my list for a month. I couldn't believe it when it happened, and I had to vent. So yeah, I don't blame you. All right, uh, that wraps up the law enforcement portion, except for the officer down memorial. So we are going to do that, and that was pleasantly surprised we haven't recorded in three weeks and i was pleasantly surprised to see that we we have just a handful of officers this week so we will start on thanksgiving actually on thursday november 25th the parsons police department in west virginia code enforcement officer adam ray arbogast End of watch Thursday, November 25th, 2021, from COVID-19. He was 37 years old, one year, one year on the job. Police Officer Henry Laxton of the Clayton County Police Department in Georgia. End of watch Tuesday, November 30th, 2021. Police officer Henry Laxon was shot and killed as he and other officers responded to a domestic violence and shooting call in the 3600 block of Jervis Court in Rex, Georgia at about 8.40 p.m. The first officers to arrive on scene encountered a 12-year-old boy who had been shot in the face. Despite his injuries, the boy was able to lead officers to his house. As the officers approached the house, a man opened fire from inside before retreating inside toward the back of the home. Officer Laxton, along with other members of the tactical unit, were approaching the home from the rear when they encountered the man at the rear of the house. The man opened fire a second time fatally wounding Officer Laxon and wounding another police officer. Despite their wounds, the officers were able to return fire and killed the subject. Both officers were transported to Grady Memorial Hospital where Officer Laxon succumbed to his wounds. Officer Laxon had been recognized as the Clayton County Police Department's Officer of the Quarter in October of 2020. He is survived by his wife. No years of service or age. Constable Madison Skip Nicholson of the Wilcox County Constable's Office in Alabama. End of watch Wednesday, December 1st, 2021 from gunfire. Constable Skip Nicholson was shot and killed while he and the Wilton, I'm sorry, the Wilcox County Sheriff's Office Chief Deputy responded to a domestic disturbance call on Schamberger Road in Yellow Bluff at about 5 p.m. 
A woman had reported that her estranged husband had threatened to kill her and had left to retrieve a firearm. As Constable Nicholson and the chief deputy arrived at the home, they encountered the man who opened fire and shot both deputies. Despite being wounded, the chief deputy returned fire and killed the subject. Constable Nicholson was flown to Sacred Heart Hospital in Pensacola, Florida, where he succumbed to his wounds. Constable Nicholson had served in law enforcement in Wilcox County for 40 years, having served as a reserve deputy, a full-time deputy, and an elected constable. He had previously been shot in the line of duty while responding to a call for service in the 1990s while serving with the Wilcox County Sheriff's Office. He is survived by his wife, two sons, daughter, and eight grandchildren. He was 78 years old and did 40 years of service. That's amazing. Detective Antonio Antoine Valentin of the St. Louis County Police Department in, Mar- in Missouri, end of watch December 1st, 2021. Detective Antonio Valentin was killed in a vehicle crash near the intersection of Chambers Road and Crete Drive in Bellefontaine, neighbors, at about 3 p.m. He and his partner were responding to assist fellow narcotic unit detectives when a suspect fled from them. The fleeing suspect crashed into Detective Valentin's vehicle head-on at a high rate of speed. Detective Valentin and his partner were transported to Barnes Jewish Hospital where Detective Valentin succumbed to his injuries. The suspect driving the other vehicle, who had a violent criminal history, was also killed in the crash. Detective Valentin was a United States Army combat veteran and had retired from the Air Force Reserves. He had served with the St. Louis County Police Department for 14 years. He is survived by his four children. Detective Valentin's uncle is a police officer with the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department. He was 42 years old. Deputy Sheriff Clay Livingston of the Elbert County Sheriff's Office in Colorado. End of watch Friday, December 3rd, 2021 from COVID-19. Deputy Livingston was 30 years old and had served two years of duty. Police Officer Richard Houston II of the Mesquite Police Department in Texas End of watch, Friday, December 3rd, 2021. No further, it says he died of gunfire, and there's no further information on his page. Detective Joseph Pollack of the Douglas County Sheriff's Office in Colorado. End of watch, Thursday, December 9th, 2021, from COVID-19. No more information on Detective Pollock. And just from this Friday, December 10th, Corrections Officer Robert Daniels of the Graves County Jail in Kentucky. Uh, He passed away during one of the tornadoes that went through his area. 
was killed when a large tornado struck a building he was working in while supervising inmates at work release. He was supervising seven inmates who were participating in the work release program at the Mayfield Consumer Products Candle Factory, a large tornado that had tracked over 200 miles across multiple states struck the city of Mayfield, completely destroying the factory and a large portion of the city. Officer Daniels and numerous factory employees were killed when the building collapsed. All seven inmates were rescued from the rubble. However, one escaped after being treated at a local hospital. Like Dozens of people in, shoot or shoot. That's right. Dozens of people in multiple states were killed as a result of the tornado. And I just want to personally announce my friend Jose Pepe Flores of the Forest Park Police Department here in Illinois. Jose and I went to the police academy together in 1999. We worked together on the homicide task force team, which he was now a commander and one of the supervisors of one of the teams. Jose passed away Tuesday morning. What appears to be a heart attack, he did not report for work. After attending a funeral the previous day for one of his co-workers who passed away, who was still an active duty police officer from complications of lung issues from the service and COVID. And uh, Jose went to that funeral, didn't show up for work Tuesday morning. They sent the squad to his place and he had passed from a heart attack. So I want to say goodbye to Jose. All right. Now that wraps up the law enforcement portion of our program. And we can get on to Christmas and woodworking stuff. Yeah. So, Brandon, I'm going to let you... Uh, hard hard pivot. Hard pivot. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Pivot! Oh, all right. Um, I know I'm swamped, so tell me what you got going on in the shop for Christmas. I see all kinds of cool stuff being burnt on a laser. Yeah, so I'm putting the laser to work. Um, I went the other day to Michael's because I've, I, I've been wanting to kind of dabble with ornaments and stuff, uh, but I didn't have time to really kind of look at where I could find, like, the really thin basswood that, you know, my laser could cut out. So I was like, well, I know Michael's would probably have some sort of, like, ornaments that I could just engrave on. So I went over there, and man, <laughs> they were picked clean. <laughs> so Someone could, else had the same idea. Yeah. So I I went around and just I grabbed whatever uh, ornaments they had around. I mean, they had a an abundance of you know those little uh, pine circles that have the bark around it. It's just like they took yeah. a really the yeah. cookies little yeah. cookies. So they had an abundance of those. Like nobody wanted that crap. <laughs> Those make good ornaments too, if you seal yeah, them. Yeah, I yeah, I just don't like the way they look. So I thought this would be a little bit more. Brandon's not knocking anybody that actually likes those. I'm cookies. not. <laughs> it's just it's not my style. And right, it's not your your dick. It, if I don't if I don't like the way it looks, I have a hard time selling it. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so I bought out pretty much everything that Michaels had, and I'm like, hey, when are you guys getting more, or are you getting more? Like not till Monday. Well, crap, because I'm going to run super limited because, I mean, in time to get the these out there to people, it. It, 
Yeah, like it. Yeah. you got to get it to like I want to get these things in the mail Monday, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, so I I bought out everything they had and then just started fooling around with some uh, somebody next guy in line. Oh, what the fuck? Who's the last guy that took <laughs> son all this of shit? A bitch. You're like walking out going, "Suck it." Full house woodworking on Instagram. You can buy them back from should've, me. Should have been here sooner. That's right. Early bird. So, yeah, so I got all those, and then um, I posted them up on Instagram. I'm not, I'm not even going to bother to list them on Etsy. Like This is all just going to be through social media because it's not going to be worth okay. putting it up there because it's, by the time people see it and it gets through the Etsy algorithm to... Yeah, well, I would say that... that but, you it's know, just, I just it, had someone, someone will reach out to you and say, I really like those. I know it won't come for Christmas, but I still want them. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Maybe I will and just leave it up there for a month or something and see what happens. Yeah. Um, they specifically I, I, say Christmas 2021. Yes. Yeah, it's Merry Christmas 2021. So okay. I might, I, I might do something with um, what I have left and maybe just remove the 2021 or I have, I have a hundred uh, Christmas SVG files. So I might try to play with some of what I have and. How much are they selling for? Uh, the bigger ones I have are going to go for 15 and it's shipped. So 15 bucks for those, and then I have some smaller ones that are going to be $10. i will paypal you 15 bucks to send me one. I'll just send you one. Well, you're selling them, man. Yeah, but I, I want to buy one from you. Okay. Yeah, I like to put it on my tree and say I brought this from, bought this from my friend Brandon who made it himself. I did. I made it myself. So <laughs> I'll do that right now. I'm going to send you money right now. All right. While so, we're talking about other stuff you're building. Yeah. So put all that stuff on Instagram and then uh, my stepmom, Janet, over at Boneyard Customs and Restoration. She Boneyard. Wanted, yeah, baby. Yeah. So she wanted 10 of them. She liked what I did with my logo, putting the Merry Christmas around it. She goes, hey, could you do that with our logo? Like, yeah. It's just a simple swap out yours for mine. She goes, cool. I want 10. <laughs> Cool. That's awesome. Janet, Janet, I don't have 10 ornaments. <laughs> just, oh, just, well, I'll take whatever you have left of the circle ones. I will hold on. I, I jumped on Amazon and we recently got an Amazon warehouse in my town. Oh, so oh okay. now, you know, how yeah. a lot of times Amazon offers like, Hey, same day delivery kind of that thing. That shit comes or in like one hour. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's great. So I jumped on there and ordered a 50 pack of like the bulb ones. So those are, those got in today, so That's tomorrow, awesome. tomorrow's my my Sunday, so I'll go ahead and uh, be engraving ten boneyard uh, ornaments, and then hopefully get those in the mail. Nice that same day. I don't know. My mailman comes pretty early, so I may not get them in the mail. Comes at tomorrow. like ten in the morning. Yeah, mine comes like ten, eleven o'clock. I'm like, dude, come at one. <laughs> So, Make it more for my schedule. What yeah, the hell? It, yeah, come on, man. Um, but yeah, so I got those those going. And then I have two. Um, I also put out that like, hey, if you want something custom made and you want it for Christmas, you need to talk to me like today. Oh, <laughs> and I stopped sure that enough, shit. Well, I said locally. As if you want it shipped, okay. like we're pressing like. You're you're gonna have to foot the bill for the overnight shipping. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but if you're local, like, hey, you you got about a week, depending on what it is. And then, sure enough, that night, um, 
one of our friends hit us up. I've done some work for them before. And uh, she wanted a martial arts belt holder for both of her kids do martial arts with my son. And uh, they have like 20 belts that they can work their, that they're going to work their way through. So yeah, my son has a full day cutting. You, you said it, it would it mount on the wall horizontally. Yeah. So it's going to, well, it's going to go, there's going to be a, a plate that runs the length of everything that has their name on it. Okay. Um, and see if we can put the, um, their martial arts Academy logo on there. And then there's okay. going to be a column of 10 and another column of 10 that, that hang down hold. Yeah. That hold the hang down and okay. hold um, the belts, hold all the belts in there. And Are then, you doing it with like a, um, elastic band on each end that the, yep. the okay. My son okay. has a Taekwondo board yeah. with his belts and it's got the gold elastic bands where we put the belts up on. Yeah. So I've got, I've got some okay. elastic here that we're going to go ahead and all right. put that on the back and that'll hold all the belts. And the nice thing is that, I have belts for my for my son that I can test it out with, and right. I feel kind of That's bad because cool. I haven't made him one <laughs> yet, yeah. but he hasn't asked for one. So this will be a good uh, those are cool prototype to kind of work my way through. So the, I got one of those sanded. I have to sand another twenty boards. <laughs> oh boy, I told you, <laughs> and you then stain them. A drum sander. Yeah, gosh, That's you know, what? and I've kind of joked that like the the Christmas season's been pretty slow for us, but. I mean, I looked in the the Venmo and PayPal accounts the other day, and I I think once Christmas is over, I'm getting a surf prep. Oh, are you really? Yeah. So I think that's going to happen, and that's going to be something that helps out both my wife and I because she's doing more of the uh, furniture restoration stuff. In okay. fact, I'm going to say this quietly because uh, we're working on something right now. Yeah. That yeah. is going to be a vanity for my daughter. Oh, awesome! So shh, don't tell anybody. Secrets safe with me, but the uh, <laughs> the legs of this thing are super contoured. Oh and it's just, man, it's been a pain in, in the ass. butt to sand it to get it scuffed up so we can paint it. So we've got that going on, and then I still have, I think, twelve of these uh, boards for Christmas trays that are ready to be engraved. I just need names to put on them. Okay, and then uh, those are going to pretty much I, I'm. I can't guarantee them by Christmas now because I have to be able to engrave right. it, f- put finish on it, let the finish cure so I can package it and, and right. send it. So now it's, it's like it's going to have to be like kind of local delivery only. But I think what I'm going to do with the ones that don't get turned into Christmas trays is I'm going to use them to do those uh, like kitchen conversion charts. What's that? So I don't know if you've seen it, but like people will break down like, hey, there one cup equals this many, oh, you know, uh, ounces. Yeah, ounces and tablespoons okay. and teaspoons and all that. Okay, like my coffee does something for like metric and imperial conversions too. But a lot of people I've noticed have it's kind of become a thing of having a kitchen conversion or like how many ounces in a pint, how many pints you know in this. I think a good idea that you just gave me would be to engrave that on the back of a cutting board. Yeah, I think that would be fantastic. Or even put it. I think it, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Light yeah, bulb. That's, I mean, that's essentially what these things are. Uh, okay. For a lot of the laser stuff, I've found that it's more. <laughs> my laser, for laser. that stuff, it's a little bit more advantageous for me to buy things in bulk, 
mm-hmm. whether it's from Dollar Tree or from, you know, wherever I can get my hands on stuff and just in, in do the customization that way. And it, it saves a little bit of time on the back end and I can offer it for cheaper. So, yeah, that and, and that's kind of what I've done with these serving trays. They're the bamboo boards. So, I mean, they're not going to be super durable as a cutting board, but if you're just using it to serve like milk and cookies. Yeah. Right. Or something like that, then it, it works perfectly and it's more Christmas decor than anything else. Yeah. And it'll go away for the season then. Yeah. Next year. And it'll last it forever. Out. Right. Do they have to oil it at all? How does that work? So I don't think you would have to refinish it all that often, especially if you're just using it as a as a serving board. Right. Um, so that's why Did with these, I don't, I don't, I do. With, I, um, after I, food safe. Yeah. So what I do stuff. is once I get it out of its packaging, I'll give it a quick sanding and then I'll engrave on it. And then I will seal it with my board butter. I'll give okay. it a healthy, healthy dose of that and then buff it out. And then since, since I'm offering these at such a premium price, I don't include container of my board butter so like if anybody buys a cutting board charcuterie board for me they're paying like the price of that you're getting a hardwood and right. i'm also providing you with the board butter that's why my my prices on that are a little bit higher so okay uh, well, but uh, yeah that, that's the main thing i'm working on right now i still have to do the the damn doors for the pantry but it seems like every time i try to get to that or the damn charging station that a buddy of mine ordered the date, like literally 20 minutes before I broke my finger. <laughs> yeah, right. Did you finish that? Like, hey, what's that? You finished that project, no. now, right? Oh, no. <laughs> I haven't had a chance. It, he said it was like, hey, there's no rush or anything. Like, I don't need it Like by a deadline. And then, you know, Christmas comes up, you have all these Christmas orders. Like, yeah, yeah I want to get this done, but these actually have deadlines that I have to, that I have to meet. Right. So... And he hasn't paid in full yet. Everyone else has paid in full. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's pretty much what we have going on here. I I think we're gonna try to coming up once we finish the Christmas stuff, we're gonna really kind of drill down into finding a craft show, and then yeah. really try to uh, build up some sort of inventory so that we can yeah, go there and my list. And, yeah, and then we just picked up a flag too. A friend a flag uh, order. Yeah, flag orders. A friend of ours okay. ordered a a Betsy Ross flag. Awesome! And I, I still have yet he, to make one of those. He sent me a text. He goes, "Hey man, do you think you could do this?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's on my Etsy page. You know I can do this." I go, "Here's the question though: Do you need this by Christmas? Because that I can't do. Yeah, because that's not gonna happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll like I'll try." But I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, and he's no, I don't need it by Christmas. Thank God. I'm like, good. Then yes, I can do that for you. So I'm gonna go get the lumber for that tomorrow, just so I have right. it and I don't have to go anywhere. I'm gonna try to do this union using my laser. So that cool. will be fun. What do you What do you got going on? You got yourself a an early Christmas present, didn't you? I did. So, do you talk about your laser? I do. I love and that then, thing. I love. And it. then I went up to Jonathan Back Shop right when he dropped off that flag stripe from hell. And while I was in his shop, I saw his laser. He's got laser. Yeah, he's got the Otor. He's right? got the same thing. 
Just he's yeah. got the higher wattage one than I have. Yeah. So I said to my wife, I'm getting a laser. And she's like, awesome. I got all kinds of ideas. And I'm like, awesome. No. And then I, <laughs> I, and then I mentioned, I think I posted it on Instagram. Laser coming to my shop, you know, whatever. Yeah, you made reference to a laser. I was like, this yeah. son of a bitch is trying to cut in on my mark. <laughs> and then Oz from Oz the Builder, I don't know if you know Oz, she's great. She's like, oh, Mike, if you're going to look at a laser, I have this one. Check it out. Blah, blah, blah. And I saw anyway the Otor laser and then the brand that she's using that she absolutely loves. So I started looking into it. I'm like, is okay. it the, the N? Starts with an N. It could be. I'd have to look up her profile, you know, the message That's from okay. her. So I, I, I thought, yeah, I'll just, I looked at her stuff, right? And then I looked at your, the Otor laser. Yep. And I started pricing stuff out. I can't just buy, if I'm going to buy something, I can't get the low end. Yeah. <laughs> So. That's what I did. I that's what I originally did. I got the seven watt. So o, the O tour is offered in seven, fifteen, and twenty. Yeah, I got the seven one because it was cheap, and it, I I didn't know how right much I was going to actually use it. Yeah. So I know how much you use yours, and I and I knew if I buy the the cylinder thing to do glasses and tumblers and stuff. Yeah. So her brand is Yara Home. Like okay. Young Ocean, Robert, Adam, home, all one word, you're a home. And she actually must have an affiliate program with them because then I, uh, if you use a coupon from her, you get 5% off. That's a good deal. Yeah. So I looked at her stuff, looked at your stuff, and I, I started pricing shit out because I'm not going to get the lowest model. And then I start, and the next thing you know, I'm at a thousand bucks. And I'm like, a thousand bucks. My shop needs other tools before I go into lasering stuff. Right? So it, it really depends on what you want to do with it too. Like I'm, I'm not going to be cutting a bunch of stuff out. That's why I don't have a CO2 laser. That's why I don't have like the lasers that cost the same as a CNC machine. Right. Like or that Glowforge. Yeah. Because that's a CO2 laser as well. It's just on a yeah. smaller scale. Right. The little, mine's a diode laser. I don't know what that I means. love yours. And you can do so much with yours still. Yeah. Yeah. So and, I will say this. There is a huge support network for Orter. Like whether it's um, David Miller is is a great Resource. guy when it comes to this, and he's always willing yeah. to help people. Um, uh, J M Sullivan is another one. I he he and I kicked around stuff with the the rotary like an entire day while I was getting it set up, and yeah, I mean to a to a certain degree, I'm. I find myself becoming one of those people that like I'm reaching out to people that are having issues with it and trying to help them. Like Jonathan and I have gone back and forth several times on, um, on like settings and, and what to do with, with tumblers and stuff. Okay. But there's a, there's a, there's a huge support with Ortor and, and that specific one. I honestly have never heard of the other one just because okay. I'm so consumed with, with the Ortor stuff and those people. Right, um, and that that was one thing that I looked into when when I was going to get one was I wanted to to get the one to where I could reach out to people, yeah, that could dumb it down for me. Okay, but it yeah I I, I figured there's so many do. resources now right that if I were to get one I have I know a bunch of people that would be able to help me out, but when I saw that it was going to be at least for me 
24 watt, whatever. I started pricing stuff out. I would want to get the bigger one. So I only buy it once. I'm going to buy it once. I'm going to get the rotary thing. I'm going to set it up. It's going to work for years. Besides maintenance where you have to re, you know, replace yeah. the diode and stuff. But then, so when I saw that, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. And I thought, you know what? Um, I got asked to do a tabletop repair, build a tabletop as a repair for a woman through another woodworker who lived out west of me or south of me. He's going to grad, going back to grad school. He made a table. At the time, he told me this person lived in Louisville. So I'm thinking, I took it on. I contacted her. She sent me pictures. He, he's the guy who screwed the tabletop up from through the aprons and screwed into the wood. You know, the whole thing split. And she really needs someone to fix this for her. So I'm like, all right, I took the job. And, th- and the whole time thinking, I got to drive to fucking Louisville. It's 10 hours there and back. I'm trying to price this thing out. Yeah. Well, last week, I, and I need to build a tabletop without a domino. He used biscuits. Sure, it's fine. But Great I thought, for alignment. You know, right. But I'm like, you know what? If I want to be doing this tabletop, and I want one anyways, because I want to do more tabletops. I want to do doors. I wanna, I'm getting a fucking domino. So I took the money that I was looking at to spending on the laser and I went online and Festool and um, Rockler and Woodcraft, they all have the same, same price. I found out that Festool only allows you to sell their product for what they sell it for on their website. They're not getting undersold by anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's their product. And they're doing a price <laughs> jump in January. It's going up to like $56 more. Okay, so I'll so, never have one. Yeah, well, I started looking. I'm like, okay, well, if I order it now, it's not going to deliver till January 5th, I think it was, or something like that. And I, I started thinking this woman's been waiting like six months already for her tabletop, and it's in Louisville, which turns out I find out she actually lives in Chicago. <laughs> the guy who gave me the job <laughs> typed in my message string, they live in Louisville. I don't know what the hell he was thinking, but when I finally asked her for her address, she sent it to me. It's on the north side of the city. I'm like, great, because I don't have to drive to Louisville. So oh, I'm definitely so taking this job. The price yeah. is going to go so far down oh, yeah. because I don't have to drive. So I told her. So I told her, okay, I said, okay, I'm going to order this tool. It's going to be a couple of weeks, and then we'll start rolling. Okay. So I, I found a company called Hartville Hardware in Ohio that had on Amazon. I thought, I'll oh, just look on Amazon for Festool. Who knows? Yeah. And Festool has an Amazon store. They sell smaller stuff, but not their big stuff. But uh, Hartville hardware they had it in i sent them a message because i found on the festool and rockler and stuff you can buy the the 500 the q500 whatever the hell it's called a domino and it comes with a centering thing and all these different parts and attachments all the doodads if you buy the q version yeah you can just buy the actual domino for like 960 dollars by itself (laughs) or you can pay a few more bucks and get all the shit that lines stuff up, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, at that point, you might as well drop the extra, what, exactly. bucks? So I asked this guy, I sent this hardware company an Amazon message and said, they don't list it in their parts and stuff, what comes with it. It just says Q set, but they don't tell you all the alignment stuff that comes with it. So I specifically asked them, do you have these parts? Yes, it comes with it. It'd be nice to fucking put in the ad, but whatever. It would. I'm like, okay, boom. I order that, and then of course you need dominoes. Well, yeah, and they're selling another sustainer that's the full of container, dominoes. full of all different size dominoes, and it, 
It says it ships with a five millimeter cutting head. So I bought a two, four, six, and 10. And then I get the sustainer with all the dominoes, which has a two, four, six, and 10 <laughs> cutting head hey, in it already. You have too many, then not enough. So I told you I got extra and I dumped 1647 total, 1647 bucks. Because the extra sustainer with all the, all the dominoes yeah. and stuff was like 345 bucks. So that came uh, during the week. So I'm all ready to do this tabletop for her. I just got to get through. And it's pine. She wants pine because that's what it was made out of. He took, it's 36 inches wide. He used four two by eights. No. 12, 24. I don't know. No. Yeah, yeah eights. Mike four. is doing math live. <laughs> At a math Here's teacher, my, tell me, never do math in public. This is my point. He used several two-by-somethings. I have a six-inch jointer, benchtop jointer. Okay. He hand-planed all this wood. So he used four boards going across. Good for him. And then the, the, the breadboard ends are two-by-tens yeah. on the end. So I, don't, I can't do eight-inch boards because no. I have a six-inch jointer. I don't know if I told you. Because eight is bigger than six. Yeah, so I found out that I'm going to buy six two-by-eights, and then I can joint the face and then cut them down to six inches. And I told her, I said, you won't have, you'll have two more boards in your tabletop going widthwise. She goes, I don't give a fuck how many boards are in it. <laughs> I don't care. I don't want it broken. Just, just make it pretty. <laughs> so she sent me a text with the stain color she wants. So I figured, I priced everything out yesterday. I worked it out. It's on my sheet. I'm going to send her a price sheet. And this is just for the tabletop. And it's funny when you price stuff out, if you don't forget when you start doing all of your, um, your costs, it's two, eight, two by eights. I'm using two, two by 12, just pine. Those aren't very expensive. But I have $100,000 tabletop. Z clips. You got to buy those, right? So buy them. I, I bought a bag of them. So for 10 of them, it's $3.80. You got to count each Z-clip. Yeah. And then the dominoes, each domino, $1.88 each. I'm using 25 dominoes. So anyways, so far for materials, just materials, the cost of this tabletop is $457. Yeah. And I, she paid 900 originally for the whole table and one bench. And now the bench rocks. So <laughs> I'm going to add, add the feet on the table, the, the adjustable feet. feet, and the feet on the bench. And I told her, I'd feel much better if I can pick it up from you, bring it to my shop to disassemble it, put it back together here after I make the tabletop, and then deliver it all one piece. So she said, that's fine. But that's, there's two hours of travel time mm -hmm. to pick it up one day when I get off work at some point, and then an hour to drive it. You know what I mean? But I have to, I'm going to use a domino to build the tabletop, and then I'm going to use the biscuit joiner, or if I take the aprons off, run them through the table saw to put the groove in it where the Z-clips fit in it. You know what I mean? Yeah because it'll be Z-clipped to the, to the uh, apron. So I got to take it apart. So I want it here in the shop. So I got that going on. The bathroom, almost completely done with the bathroom. I was going to build out the closet storage space with drawers and then doors above it with shelving. And it was going to take quite a while to do all that. So I asked the wife, do you want shelves back in there with a bifold door or this whole fancy three-drawer, six-shelf door? She's like, Door, a door is fine with shelves. <laughs> Just, I want it done. I'm like, good, because I went to Menards and I had to order, I had to order a custom made, my opening is only 24 and 5 eighths wide-ish, 
and then it's 92 inches tall because I took out the header. There was a regular closet door. I took all that shit out. So I got a 92 inch. So they can, they're going to be able to make it. It's going to be a 92 inch six panel bifold door, but it's still only going to be, it's going to be 24 inches wide. So I got to, when I get it home, got to run it through the table saw and trim off four sides to make it fit inside the actual opening, which will be fine because they usually there's a this much room, like two inches of wood around each side. Yeah. So I'll be able to trim that down. So I got that. Doors on order, $312 for a fucking custom-made bifold door, one door, and not solid wood. She just made it yourself. Yeah, I know. In the meantime... <laughs> I got. I learned like very me and have two sheets of plywood just sitting in your fucking shop, going. I right, because really I don't have the time. Right. So, also, I sold four bottle openers on Etsy this past week. Well, sold three of them last week. I did an Iron Man, a Batman, and Captain America. I already shipped them off, and then I get it yesterday. Bing. Etsy. Etsy question. Woman texts me. Uh, I really want this Spider-Man bottle opener for my son-in-law. Can I have it by Christmas? I'm like, fuck. Here we December, go. December what? What day was this? <laughs> this was Friday. Which was yeah. December... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 10th. December 10th. Can I have it December for Christmas? 10th. It usually takes me a week to do a bottle opener, right? And then the shipping time... I just sent, I don't know if you saw it, I did a Louisiana State-shaped who dat, right, personalized logo yeah. uh, out to New York. That was an order. I picked three-day United States Postal Service delivery. Seven fucking days later, yeah. he got it. It was three days. I paid three days. Seven days it took. So yeah. I told her, you can buy it, and I'll, I'll make it within the week, but I can't guarantee Christmas delivery. That's up to the post office. And she's like, Okay, and then the next day, bing, order came through. So, got it here. It's all ready to be engraved. Got the, put the <laughs> magnets in it tonight. I'll put the aura mask on it tonight. I'll engrave it. That'll be ready to go. I've got these two flags behind me that nobody can see unless you're watching it on um, Instagram, on YouTube. This is a, 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 a blue line flag for a buddy of mine who just left our department with disability because he blew out his back saving a woman from a fire. So... He's got four department, well, three departments and a task force on here that we're going to have his badges on here. All the badge numbers are on it. He wanted this really distressed. First of all, this is pine. I don't make many flags out of pine for a number of reasons. Just One, it. the sap sucks. Comes through yeah. right up here. Oh, <laughs> almost dropped it again. It would have looked really distressed. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> Just throw it. Anyways. Uh, there's a part on this flag where I burned it and the, the sap came out. So I sanded it down. I don't have gray stain. I mixed black and white paint with water to make it stainy like, and I put it on there and he told me he wanted it really distressed. So then I took the torch to it and I made it so you can see more of the grain. I don't think, I still don't think that's distressed enough for him. And every time I burn it, the fucking sap comes out. Well, yeah. So I'm going to text him. With pine. Most most of my flags have honestly been done with pine. That's kind of like you got to walk a fine line. Like, Oh, it's horrible. I hate yeah. it. And this cowboy flag is fucking beautiful. Pine. Doubt um, it. I absolutely love it. My sister's like, that's my favorite flag you've ever made. 
So I got that one going to be polyed tonight. And I'm going to engrave this after we're done. I'm going to put the badges on it. I'm going to poly it. And then I still have to do a light kit on it. Actually, I shouldn't poly it yet. It's not a gift. It's whenever. Um, before I poly it, I want to ask him if that's enough to stress. So I got those things going on. Oh, I got this done. As I showed you on the pre-show, uh, our IG Live, the star came out. The star is finally done. Finally done for the big flag. Speaking of the big flag, Jonathan from JR Back, he hand-delivered my stripe to me on Friday. I was so excited he was going to be in the area dropping off some big table he built or something. That thing was awesome, it, too. He said, I'll swing by. And I'm like, cool. What time? He's like, well, I should be there at 730. I'm like, I get home from work at 730. I said, I'll stay up or whatever. He's like, okay. Then he texts me. I'm running way late because <laughs> the, the stuff, the epoxy he put on it wasn't curing. So he couldn't leave. So I missed him, but he brought back my stripe, which he engraved. And then, but when I sent him the file, I set it up as a center starting point. It went to the far corner and engraved and gouged out the corner. So I was ready to put it all together, but I need to fill that engraving with some wood putty and then paint it. And then I can assemble the flag at least and have it ready um, for these, um, for the patch when that gets done engraved. So I started, I, with this MDF and engraving these patches and badges, I found out that it pulled some of the paint off. The aura mask pulled some of the paint off, off the uh, MDF. So this time I didn't use, there's a Zinsur primer you use for the um, MDF. It's oil-based. I didn't use it. This time I used shellac, which I found uh, a video on YouTube. The guy uses shellac to seal his MDF. So I used, I had a can of spray sanding sealer shellac stuff from 1988 in my paint cabinet. It still fucking works. I used it. It's oil-based. I sanded it down today, and now I'm going to put a coat of paint over that, and hopefully it adheres better. So when mm -hmm. I put the aura mask over it and it engraves, it won't pull up some of the paint. Because I have to touch that thing up, and I, it, that's spray paint. I don't have paint in a can I can touch it up with. I'm going to have to take some touch-up paint that is not well, oil-based and just touch it up. Why don't you take some of the spray paint, like go outside, take put it in a, piece, oh, spray it like into a piece a, of cardboard, okay. spray on it, and then bring that like in. Like flood coat it so yeah, it just stays like wet. overspray it. Yeah. And then just take your paintbrush and I was I've been using a toothpick to touch up stuff because you can drip paint off of it, yeah. off the toothpick. So I might try that. I was trying to if, think of a way I If you want to drive yourself insane, yeah. Yeah, you can do well, that. So <laughs> I touched up that cowboy flag behind me with some stain because pine splits, as you know. Yes, And it, it was like in the blue stripes there, there would be like a, all of a sudden, a little split there that yeah. wasn't there. So I put, took a toothpick, dipped it in the stain, put it in there. It works fine. It is very <laughs> tedious, but it works well. Um, so... All that stuff, tabletop. So I got the domino to do that. I got all these flags going. I wasn't taking any Christmas orders. I've had four already, five if you count the Louisiana State thing. Uh, that's it, man. I'm, I'm ready to get back to work. I wasn't going to do any of this stuff uh, tonight, but I really have to get this flag on the CNC and get it engraved, I think. And the uh, cowboy flag's ready to go. just needs to uh... stop it. I tell you, every time you say cowboys. Oh, I, there was a, oh, here's what I learned. Real quick, learn? for people that, and I, I mentioned it to you, but I didn't realize it. The company that bought the retirement flag from me, the first question the woman had was, do you take a credit card? 
And usually my answer is no, I want cash because the government can't trace it. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. Can you pay PayPal with a credit card? I'm sure you can. So a week went by and I didn't get a payment, nor did I get a time where they're supposed to pick this up from me. So then yesterday she sends payment and I get an email from her. I sent payment through PayPal. I'm like, okay. I go into my PayPal account. It was two and a quarter for the flag. I got 217 or whatever the fuck it was. I, oh, yeah. Two and a quarter minus $7. Yep. PayPal charged me $7, not her, charged me $7 as a fee because she must have said pay for a service, not gift for a friend. Yep. That's what you said. So now I actually have to remind people if they're going to pay me via credit card on PayPal, they have to state that it's for a friend, not selling or buying a product or whatever. Because you're going to you get screwed that out of seven money. bucks into the price. I can if I know that that's the fee. Is it a percentage? I don't know. Or is it yeah, just I a flat know. $7, right? So I'm thinking Google it's a it. percentage. Yeah, I will. I'll look into it. I oh, and I have f- my what? You I think, think it's, it's what? I think it's a flat rate. Like they, well, okay. not a rate. I think it's. I think it is actually like a set kind of like percentage. Hey, we're going to take X out. Okay. I, I think Venmo kind of does the same thing. Okay. Like I don't. Know, I don't use Venmo. Account. I use Zelle, PayPal, and yeah, Zelle through Chase or whatever. And I PayPal. also use Apple Pay. I, had I have Samsung Pay. Can people pay me through Samsung Pay? Yeah, I had, I had a buddy pay me through Apple Pay. He uh, or through okay. we were iMessaging back and forth. Because yeah. it's not texting on Apple. I mean, it's Apple to Apple. It's iMessage. <laughs> okay. Oh, fucking stupid. But anyways, he was able to send me money that way. Oh. Which I thought was pretty cool. Because then it turned it into Apple Cash, and it was in my Apple right. wallet, which then I loaded into my bank. <laughs> right. I'll have to look into that. But I want to be- living in a sim world. That... It's all fake money. It doesn't matter. Yeah. At least they're not paying me in cryptocurrency yet, so that's good. Yeah. So a lot of stuff coming up on the podcast next year. This, this is our- End of year uh, broadcast. Next year, season two, lots of surprises. We got a sponsor, one at least. My my brother's. I I gave him all the information, and their this company here. We is, should have two because we have a commitment from them. Yeah, well, he had to pass it on to the people above him. You know, okay. their question. Well, we was, have a commitment from the owner. Yeah, well, there. Right. <laughs> um, his question was, you know, they wanted to know how many followers we have. And I, t- I told him, I can't find that information. I've looked on, I've gone to all the, I got something from Spotify. Okay. That at the end of the year, they sent out a, you know, your podcast in 2021. And we were only from 20 or from April till, you know, last yeah. month. And I think there were maybe 90 followers on Spotify. Maybe. Well, if I, th- I read that I right. Think, I think probably the best way to do it would be because as far as a podcast goes, followers versus downloads. Cause somebody could download and listen to the show. Like how many plays do we have? Right. Well, they have starts. That's actually a stat starts and finishes and downloads. So just from Spotify, I'd have to go. I told them we're on like 25 podcast platforms. I can't go to every (laughs) one and look at that stuff. I just don't have time. I would think that the, the hosting site would be able to give us something. Well, our, rss.com who hosts our our podcast i can see where we're downloaded hence the new countries yeah. that were downloaded so 30 we're up to 13 countries um and there's a graph and stuff i don't know it's 
but there's no hard data. That's what hmm. my point was. So I told yeah. my brother, I, there really is no hard data. I can't, I'm trying to figure it out. And it's just taking me more time to find it than that doesn't exist. Even if you talk to coffee or those guys, podcast numbers are, if it, you're not so on hard. Yeah. If you're not on Apple getting, which Brandon will remind people, go on Apple, give us a, a thumbs up or give us a five stars. A review. Just make, make a review. Cause that a counts. Review. That counts. Ratings and reviews will drive us up the charts, and then more and more people will hear the show. I had people screenshotting me on their phone when it came up, um, listen to this year, and Cuffs and Sawdust podcast. So we're getting stuff out there. But So anyways, this owner of this company will be joining us for an episode as a guest. So that's exciting. Awesome. Yes, yeah, awesome, man. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and then I've got something happening for the open of the show. That's going to be awesome. I'm so excited. I haven't told Brandon what that is. Well, I, so, now I want to know. You've been teasing me with this for the last two hours. Damn near three hours. So can't you won't know until the first episode airs Bullshit. of season two. And I just wanted to mention that we will be doing a episode of just all the officers who died in the line of duty. Um, just that's what it will be. I'm going to read off all the names. So we'll have that at the end of the year as well. So that's it, man. That's all I got. What's about you? I want to know two things. Okay. One, what's the surprise? (laughs) That's not how surprises work. Two. Yes, it is. You told me about it three hours ago, and now I'll be surprised. And two, what what was in the box? Oh, yeah. Damn it. I forgot. Hold on. What was in the goddamn box? So I showed in my stories... My festival a stuff, box. and then a and then a huge box that was I sitting call it huge. It was pretty big. It was a big and box. I would call it a I big know box. It's I would call it a huge box. Okay, it was a big box. A huge box would be like a refrigerator box. Okay, you're right. It was a big heavy box. So I had a company reach out to me, Brandon. I too like free things. Companies. The company's name is Vivor. V e v o r. Victor Edward Victor Ocean Robert. This is not an American company. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but they asked me if I'd be interested in checking out any of the stuff in their catalog and using it and, you know, giving giving uh, feedback on. So I went to their catalog of stuff, catalog of stuff. If I owned a restaurant, I'd get a lot of shit from this place. But I don't own a restaurant. So I'm like, what else can I use that they have? Oh, yeah, a huge... T-shirt, a T-shirt heated press. Huh. A, a big one, like 15 by 15. So I said, yeah, I want this. And they're like, done. And I'm like, <laughs> why? <laughs> what do I have to do? And they're like, YouTube unboxing video. Okay. Because I need content. <laughs> two posts and two story mentions on Instagram. And I'm going to be making a shitload of T-shirts. Nice. Yeah. So I'm going to use it. So it's down there under the table, right down at the bench right now. And uh, the company is Vivor, Vever or Vever, if you will. Um, so they sent it out. They, and I said, I'll only do this if you have an affiliate program. <laughs> so then I got, <laughs> I got the message. Um, our affiliate program won't be starting for two weeks. Do you want to wait? And I'm like, yeah, I'll wait. And they're like, okay, we'll send the machine now. And then when the, when the um, affiliate program starts, we'll sign you up, and then you can do 
you can do it. So I'm like, giddy up, another affiliate. Boom. <laughs> Although, oh, oh, I don't know if you saw it. Did you see the gift that Basecamp mask sent me? No, I heard you mention Basecamp, and I rage closed <laughs> your stories. They sent me an awesome bookmark. It's custom bookmarks, got my name on it, says Mike, and it says Basecamp. And then on the opposite side, it has some Chinese, a Chinese saying. So what, what is the saying? Can I can I show you? Sure. I don't read Chinese, but sure. I'll put better pictures up on the internet for the YouTube video. But so this is it, and it says um, Mike Basecamp. Cool. And then on the back is a sunset or sunrise. Um, here it is, a sunrise. Let's see, right there. Um, and then it's got the, you know, the symbols, Chinese symbols. So the contact over there that I've been talking with, her name's Tracy. So she asked me um, just yesterday, do you want to know what that means? Just wondering, wondering if you'd like to know what that means on the bookmark. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm an avid reader, so this is like a great gift for me. It's a saying by Lao Tzu. Roughly translated means good deeds like water can fit everything. Good manners like earth could hold all creatures. So that's the bookmark gift I got from Basecamp. And then they asked me today for more feedback. They're, they have a new um, prototype coming out, and they asked me to give them some feedback. So I got to answer all these questions on here for that. So it's fun, man. Good times. Yeah. Good times at the old corral, whatever the it's, all that movie's called. great. All right. That's all I got, man. Lots of stuff. I got to get working. I have no um, no affiliate <laughs> Programs yet? No. Um, you will. I doubt it. They're coming, man. <laughs> they're coming. Yeah, they're beating we get them down the, the door. Wait till we get them for the podcast. That'll be fun. Uh, How do people reach the podcast? God, if they want to. Oh, wait, we have a question. God Jesus. damn it. Holy you know crap. What? It's a police rated, a police related question. So we'll wait till next week. No, ask it. Fuck it. Okay. During interviews or interrogations, what is your icebreaker from create mode? What's your icebreaker, Mike? I use comedy. Even I don't care how serious the call is, unless it's a death, you know, a family death. See, but, that's when I do use comedy. <laughs> hey, what, somebody dying here? Hey. Oh. Hey, Bobby Boopy. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I found that an icebreaker to get people talking in my uh, experience is to, one, relate to them in the lingo that they know. So if they're shitbag street bang gangbangers, talk to them like a shitbag street gangbanger, <laughs> right? Because that's what they understand. Yeah, they don't understand, sir. Right? Could you tell me what you observed? But mostly, they're gonna understand. Hey, fucker, what'd you see? Right. And I'll that's pick not out disrespectful a piece of, to them. <laughs> no, it's not. They know. They're right. I'll pick out a piece of clothing that the people may have. It be it a baseball cap with a sports team on it or whatever, and just go Yankees. Damn. 
this is going to be a tough interview. And then they go, why? Because I'm a Sox fan. And then we just get going, you know, just something to break the ice that way where you have a common interest, be it your favorite baseball team, football team, whatever. And then you can, it gets a more relaxed in my opinion. It's worked for me for years. So that's what I use. What's your icebreaker? So my icebreaker is, hi. <laughs> just a big ass smile. Big old smile. Hey, hi. Because it tells me a lot about what's about to happen. If I go up and I say hi, and they go, hi. Okay, we're going to have a conversation. <laughs> if I go, hi, and they go, fuck off, I go, hey, man, peace. Yeah, <laughs> bye. And then when they continue to be an asshole. Yes. Well, now when you review the camera footage, all I said was hi and hey man peace. I even threw up the peace sign like hey man, right? Peace. I come in peace. And now like you made me do this, right? But no, that's usually what it is. Is it, and it kind of depends what we're doing. Like, am I just am I interviewing a witness? Am I interview? Am I interrogating somebody? Because that and then it's totally different. Like if I Mirandize you, I don't know why people do this at all. Like it's on every Miranda card I've ever seen. <laughs> where you get done reading them their rights, and then with your rights in mind, would you like to continue to talk to me? Don't ask them that. Don't ask them that. Just read them their rights. Let them see if Just they read them their rights. The second they go, yes, I understand. The last one, then you go, cool. What the hell happened? Right. Yeah. Tell me Tell me how we got here. Help that's kind me of my, help you. <laughs> that, that's my go-to is tell me how we got here. Okay. I always, and then they like I, try to start like three weeks ago. No, 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 no. Tonight. Right, exactly. Tonight. And then I have to do this to them. <laughs> I use this one a lot and I just used it the other day. Take a breath, man. Take a breath. I'm not the person that you need to be yelling at. Okay, sorry, officer. And then they take a breath. If you can get them out of that rage to concentrate for two seconds to actually take a breath, man, because you need to tell me something, but you can't do it in the tone you're doing it in. Take a breath. And that works, like, amazingly. If you just tell I'll, people, hey, man, I'll tell I'm people. not your wife. Take a breath. Yeah. I'll tell you, stop. Take a breath. I'll do the same thing. Take a breath. Yeah. Think about what you want to say. Right. And then just say it. We don't have to rush into this. You know, yeah. not like that. Just right. like hey, man, little, what's that? <laughs> the dead guy from Tommy guy? Tommy boy? Chris Farley. Chris Farley? Like, that guy in a little. I think that's all. He's talking about the. The roll. <laughs> he's poking it. He's all ruffle up. Yeah. You don't have to be that way right off the bat. Take a breath. Yeah, poking it. Poking it. Bad. Petting it. <laughs> Take a breath, dude. I got you. Relax. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that's you... how I break the ice. Comedy yeah. works for me, man. That's. I don't take myself too seriously where I can be laughing one minute and fucking kicking you in the ass the next minute. I, I can flip the switch, so I don't mind. That's usually my thing. It's like, all right, how do we get here? And then, okay, but now what are they going to say? Yeah. And I do the same it's thing chess, to my kids man. all the time, too. It's chess. <laughs> I have yeah. found, and and you'll back me up on this, talking to people as a cop, being a parent helps. Oh, pfft. yeah. It's not even. Like, you have to. No comparison. I, I, I remember, like, my second or third day working. I remember looking at my FTO, and I'm like, I have to talk to these people like they're my fucking kids. And he goes, you get it. Every day. Every You're going to be just fine. Right. That's it, man. And when you have people that are in our field that don't have kids, they oh they miss hilarious. It, it's, they don't get it. Yeah. That works great. Ah! 
Like, great relax. Great conclusion. Hey, yeah. All right. So if well, people want to, if people want to send questions like that, yes, they could email them to handcuffs to? and sawdust podcast at gmail.com. Okay. They could also, I guess, send a DM through Facebook, but then like you're not going to hear it for three months. That was from May. Go ahead. It was for Jesus. <laughs> okay, a lot longer than three months. <laughs> um, you could send it on Instagram. Instagram is probably best. <laughs> yes, you Instagram you could send best. it to handcuffs and sawdust at handcuffs and sawdust podcast. Um, but who knows if Nelson will see it or tell us about it. <laughs> Um, yeah. but if you, if you really want to get it on, on the show, you, you send it to either Mike at Marazzo Woodworking on Instagram, or you send it to me at Full House Woodworking on Instagram. And if you want to hear your voice on a podcast, it's a really cool thing. Your phone has like a little voice memo thing. Yes. Record your question, save it, email it to, and I'll tell you again, it's handcuffs and sawdust podcast at gmail.com. Pretty easy. Yeah. Remember, don't, don't leave your questions in the comments like the other YouTubers tell right. you to, to do. Because no, no, no. I mean, I don't know about Mike, but I like I'll check it once, usually pretty off, pretty early once it's posted. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to go back to it because I don't get notifications on anything. I get notifications. Mike gets new episodes of the Handcuffs and Sawdust podcast on Wednesdays <laughs> <laughs> coming up, Ugh. and then after the first of the year, every week you should stay all safe go in the to shop. YouTube. Just and on the for this part. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Deuces. <laughs>